the Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Individuals and businesses with tax problems, listen carefully. If you owe over $10,000 in back taxes or have unfiled tax returns, we can help you take back control. The IRS is the largest and most aggressive collection agency in the world, and they can seize your bank account, garnish your paycheck, close your business, and file criminal charges. Take control of your tax problems now by calling the experts at Tax Mediation Services at 800-600-8192. That's 800-600-8192. 800-600-8192. Prepare yourself to ingest current events, pop culture, and politics with a side of Latin flair. Vices. I don't have to show you any stinking vices. This is the Chris Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. Greetings and salutations. Welcome, everybody, to the Chris Salcedo Show here on the Blaze Radio Network. want to welcome in uh, the folks from Facebook Live as well. Look, we, we weren't on last week because of the, the preparations for the 4th of July holiday. We had a lot of stuff to get in before we went on vacation, so we, we didn't have an offering on the Blaze Facebook page, and we're very sorry about that. But here we are once again. Big news day. A lot of things to cover. A telephone number first off. All you folks on, on Facebook Live. Get into the conversation. A lot of good things happening across the world, in particular where our president is, Donald Trump. And I would like to hear your feedback on some of it. Coming up in this uh, program, we'll talk to a retired brigadier general about some of the hot spots, in particular North Korea. 888 is the phone number to get in touch with the Chris Alcedo Show. That's 888-900-3393. Listening to the show live wherever you are on the planet. You can go to theblaze.com slash radio. If you download the Blaze Radio smartphone app, that's a great idea. Or the iHeartRadio app will also do. SoundCloud, iTunes, and Stitchers. On-demand listening. SoundCloud, iTunes, Stitcher. You're able to download the programming from this show and, and every show here on the Blaze Radio Network and listen to it on your schedule. Highly encourage you to do that. Uh, social media. What? Uh, where do I start? Okay, we'll start off on the Facebook page because I... I already told you folks on Facebook Live, there is a Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. Just type in The Chris Salcedo Show in the search bar there, and you can find us that way. What we do is we update all the stories we come across that are of interest to us. We post them on that page. That automatically updates Twitter, which is at Chris Salcedo TX, at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X, as in Texas, the freest state in the union. Uh... Also, uh, catch our presence on the Blaze.com, the channels section. Blaze.com channels. Uh, there's a little tab up there, and that's how you find us. Look, I we, we touched base on this extensively yesterday. And the reason why, it wasn't, it wasn't a huge deal as far as, as affecting your life per se. But the, the basket of bias press was in full meltdown over a retweet that uh, Donald Trump had put out there. You guys all have probably seen it by now. And you all have probably seen the avalanche of follow-up tweets. Oh, that's a, hold on a second. That's a cell phone that I inadvertently left on. That's what you got. Bob, yes, for all of you folks going, wait a minute, wasn't that the Star Trek communicator sound? It, yes, it was. Anyhow, where was I? Oh, yes. So the original retweet of this, this uh, old video footage of Donald Trump body-slamming Vince McMahon with the CNN logo pasted over the face 
of Vince McMahon and, and, and Donald Trump retweeting it, thinking it was funny. And it was. It was hilarious. Well, because of the way that CNN responded to this, and not just the four days of news coverage that spilled over to ABC and NBC and the other basket of bias outlet press, uh, not because of the over-exaggerated reaction from Ana Navarro, uh, who, who claimed it was a call to violence, just the reaction from the idiots. That aside, what CNN did after that is what gave, and to, to use the terminology of the news world, it gave this story more legs and it took on a different complexion. So let me explain. Right now, if you go on Twitter, you're going to see an avalanche of people doing exactly what this guy did, of making CNN the butt of everybody's joke. And they are. CNN is a national disgrace. CNN is a national joke, masquerading as a news operation. Okay? And I've got more evidence of it coming up. But, so... Right now, you go on Twitter, and the, one of the still, the top trending hashtags is CNN blackmail. This is what they did. They used their resources to track down the actual guy who put together the original Reddit uh, CNN brand getting beaten up by Donald Trump. And, what, really? And not only did they do that, they also, they also coerced the individual who put this together saying, oh, we're going to protect his identity because he said he was sorry, but we reserve the right to out him if he starts doing things we don't like again, going against what we think is acceptable speech. And many people are going, wait a minute, that's not the job of a legitimate news organization. They're just supposed to, supposed to report the facts. They're not supposed to be the thought police. Ah, but CNN, they are not a news organization, folks. These people are not dedicated journalists. They're dedicated Democrats. So CNN's Andrew Kaczynski goes out. Excuse me for hitting my table here. Uh, Andrew Kaczynski goes out and he finds, he finds this, this guy. Actually reports out there, Twitchy has a report that maybe Andrew Kaczynski of CNN outed the wrong dude. It was somebody else who had taken his stuff and then modified a little bit and then retweeted it. And that was the one that the president actually shared. We don't know. Some, say, some reports say it was a 16-year-old that CNN outed. Others say it was a middle-aged guy. Well, it doesn't matter. The Gestapo-like tactics of CNN do matter. And it's what's made them the butt of so many jokes. The CNN brand is getting destroyed. Courtesy of Jeff Zucker who is there now running the CNN operation into the ground. And don't get me wrong. There are plenty of folks on that channel willing and raring to go <laughs> to driving their brand into the dirt. Because as I said, they are, they are extensions now of the Democrat party. If not driving the Democrat party agenda as the Democrat party is no longer a national, a national party courtesy of resident Obama. So, all of this is going on and uh, the possibility of it being the wrong guy they outed, uh, Jim Acosta getting schooled by Donald Trump Jr. It, it's just been a complete and utter mess. Meanwhile, Trump's over in Poland 
reminding Europe what America re- truly is about because they haven't seen the real America in the last eight years with President Obama in charge. And Jim Ac- little Jim Acosta, little Jimmy Acosta gets over there to Europe. And Donald Trump fields a question. As a matter of fact, let me just play the question. He is asked a question by a reporter about a dust, this dust-up with CNN that, that Donald Trump is winning. And oh, where's that Where's that dang pop-up ad at? Uh, sometimes the pop-up ads just spring up on this dang computer. All right, here is the, the question and the Trump response. Hold on. You started the whole wrestling video thing. What are your thoughts about what has happened since then? I mean, CNN went after you and has threatened to expose the identity of a person they said was responsible for it. I'd like your thoughts yeah, on that. Yeah, I think what CNN did was... Uh, unfortunate for them. As you know now, they have some pretty serious problems. Yeah, not least of which is Senator Ted Cruz, who was on this program yesterday, coming out saying, uh, yeah, they may have violated the law, not only U.S. law, but New York law, state law. And unlike CNN, Ted Cruz provides actual facts to back up his assertion. (laughs) So Ted Cruz says, yeah, they may have violated the law. And he starts listing the statutes. He goes on, uh, Ted Cruz goes on a Twitter rant yesterday, citing the statutes that CNN may have violated in going after this guy. And through threat, coercion, and intimidation in exchange for his silence. Oh, but we reserve the right. Chris Cuomo of the morning show there at CNN. This dude tweets out something that's very, similar to a violation of these laws he deletes the tweet and everybody's speculating now it's because legal got a hold of his scrawny butt and said dude you're setting us up for a lawsuit you're breaking the law so he deletes the tweet so this is what's this is what's happening over at cnn so donald trump as you heard he's asked a question from from an individual there and uh and so the president of the United States answers. Uh, they have been fake news for a long time. They've been covering me in a very, uh, very dishonest way. Do you have that also, by the way, Mr. President? <laughs> With CNN and, and others, I mean. Yeah, he, he, he turns over to the, it was a joint press conference. He turns over to uh, whoever was there with him in Poland. Uh, I, didn't, I didn't get to get somebody in, in, in government. Uh, anyway, he turns over you, you, the, the, the president, as he refers to him. You have that too, Mr. President? Uh, biased press over here? No, no. This NBC is equally as bad, uh, <laughs> despite the fact that I made him a fortune with The Apprentice, but they forgot that. Wow. But I will say that uh, CNN has really uh, taken it too seriously, and I think they've hurt themselves very badly. Yeah, it was a joke. And CNN devotes four days of coverage, resources to tracking this guy down, and then gloats on air about not only finding him, but says, oh, we're such good guys, we're not going to expose his name as long as he, as long as he promises to keep quiet. One of, the, one of the statutes that CNN may have violated was threatening and coercing with facts or with fiction to stop somebody from doing something that's completely lawful. Making a meme that mocks CNN is completely 100% lawful in this country. And CNN may have threatened or coerced this guy into not 
doing it anymore or else we're going to release your name. And in an era where left-wing crazies are out there shooting people, shooting Republican lawmakers, this guy probably had the fear of life put into him by all the people destroying cities, Ferguson and Baltimore and all the calls for violence from the American left. Probably so, so Jim Acosta, upon hearing this, he jumps on CNN and says the following. Unfortunately, this was not a surprise at all that the president would take the first question from an American reporter during his foreign trip here, uh, and that it would be from the friendly news media, friendly reporter, who teed up a question about CNN. Uh, <laughs> Jimmy Acosta, this is what you and NBC and ABC and CBS did for resident Obama the last eight years. Matter of fact, I'm not the only one saying that. Ari Fleischer, the former press secretary for President George W. Bush, said, do you know how many cats who work in your business, Jim Acosta, left news to go work for Obama? Jim Acosta is delusional, and Trump is inside this guy's head. Now, uh, for all you folks on Facebook Live, I'm, I'm up against the clock. I got to go to a break. Jimmy Acosta wasn't, little Jimmy Acosta wasn't done yet. He had much more to say on CNN about Donald Trump getting a question from a reporter and answering it. And I, I guess, I guess Jimmy Acosta would have preferred he just didn't answer it because it spoke ill of CNN or it actually brought up the headaches that CNN brought upon itself. Uh, you want to get in touch with me, folks, please feel free to do so. You can call 888-933-93-888-900-3393 on Twitter at Chris Salcedo TX at C-H-R-I-S-S-A-L-C-E-D-O-T-X or jump on Facebook and The Chris Salcedo Show. Be right back on The Blaze. He is quickly becoming the left's favorite pinata. Only problem is this pinata hits back. Chris Salcedo oh, on the Blaze Radio Network. Chris Salcedo is on the Blaze Radio Network. As mentioned, ladies and gentlemen, it's out of control on Twitter. You get on, you get on the Twitterverse Everybody and their mother is making a meme to show CNN's brand getting devastated by Donald Trump. The latest one I just, <laughs> and I've been posting them on Twitter all, I mean, all day, all night, because some of them are so creative and so good. This one, and I thought nothing was going to be able to top the peanuts one. But this, this just so happens to be one of my favorite scenes from the Avengers. And you guys remember when Loki was getting beaten up by the Hulk? <laughs> Guess who's playing the part of Loki? That would be the CNN brand. <laughs> and who's doing the beating? That would be the Hulk played by President Donald J. Trump. It is my new favorite. We just posted it on the Chris Salcedo Show Facebook page. It's right there at the tippy top. And uh, for all you folks on Twitter, it will be accessible for you there as well. But this, this is what has happened. Still trending now. Hashtag CNN blackmail. Still one of the top trending hashtags because CNN 
is doing more damage to its own brand. Donald Trump does not lift a finger. They are so beside themselves with hate and contempt for Donald Trump that they are doing things that grown-ups just don't do. Like show up on, well, I guess you can technically call it national television, but the, the audience is waning so fast that um, fairly soon, oh, maybe only elites in New York and California will be watching. Here's Jim Acosta. Just Donald Trump fields a question from a reporter, and Jim Acosta has a problem with him answering it. Uh, for the president to then go off on CNN as fake news, uh, to me, just made this entire spectacle seem like a fake news conference. He's adopting Donald Trump's language. That's, folks, what you just heard is the equivalent of, <laughs> well, I know you are, but what am I? Uttered by Jim Acosta, an alleged grown-up, an alleged journalist at CNN. It's, it's getting to the point of being ridiculous. Well, it is ridiculous. So Jim Acosta, because the president calls on who Jim Acosta is going to call conservative media. Uh, this was not an attempt by the president to uh, seek out a question uh, from somebody who was going to challenge him on the issues. Well, why the hell would he do that? Barack Obama didn't do that. Barack Obama had 17 sit-downs with CBS News. Softball sit-down interviews with CBS News. For the express reason that they, that they would be throwing him softballs. Barack Obama sat across from Glozell Green, Jimmy Acosta. The woman who takes baths in, in milk and cereal. How many, how many interviews did Barack Obama give to Fox News his entire occupation of the Oval Office, Jimmy Acosta? How many? You mindless twit. He didn't, he, what, three? Three? And there's a reason why it was three. Because he didn't want to be challenged by Fox News. But I don't remember you sitting there complaining very much about it, little Jimmy Acosta. You joke. He is a joke. Jim Acosta is a joke. Good grief, man. Uh, David Martosco and I have known each other for a long time. He covered uh, Donald Trump out on the campaign trail. I, I think he's a, a really good guy. Oh, wait a minute. He's a really good guy? Oh, so first he's conservative media. First he's friendly media to Trump. But he's a good, okay, now he's a good guy. But, boy, you're starting to sound more and more like Trump every day, Jim Acosta. Uh, but in this instance, I think the conservative news media uh, was being used here. And I, I, I do think that's unfortunate. Used here. Uh, so when a conservative, see, there's no such thing as conservative media. There's just media. I'm sorry. There should be no conservative media. No, he was a, he was a press outlet who didn't adopt your left wing bias as as his guiding light, Jim Acosta. You see, and we talked about this with Cheryl Atkinson when we had her on. And Jim Acosta is one of these cheerleaders. One of these cats who says, well, my liberal bias is real journalism. Uh, you asking straight down the middle questions of either Barack Obama or, or Donald Trump or whoever, that's what's conservative. And Jim Acosta is moving the goalpost right there. Absolutely amazing. So they're so butthurt over all of this. And that's what's dominating CNN. So you and I will have a conversation of what really was talked about over there in Poland. 
Donald Trump was greeted warmly by the country. They had to they had to organize individuals to be to be bussed in because there was such a demand to be there to watch President Trump. However, that wasn't spun that way by the liberal biased press. They're saying they had they had to find scant people just to bus in to watch him. Wasn't true. Be right back. The Chris Salcedo Show, part of Generation Blaze, only on the Blaze Radio Network. Salcedo Show on the Blaze Radio Network. There's one more thing. Uh, before I before we get on to serious matters of import to the nation, and nobody has ever accused Jim Acosta of being any import to the United States of America. Uh, Man, if they told CNN, CNN actually, uh, sorry, I had another pop-up ad pop-up. Uh, CNN aired Jim Acosta saying that uh, this, this uh, uh, press conference was fake news, a fake news conference. And then Jim Acosta starts berating Donald Trump over facts that he got wrong in this press conference. Let me read from the Washington Examiner. CNN correspondent Jim Acosta erred on Thursday when he said it was fake news for President Trump speaking Thursday in Poland to state that it was three or four intelligence agencies who concluded that Russia had meddled in the 2016 election. Speaking on CNN's New Day, Acosta wondered where Trump got the three or four figure. Now, if you are listeners to the Chris Salcedo show here on the Blaze Radio Network, not viewers of Jim Acosta, but if you are listeners of the Chris Salcedo show, you would all know that the New York Times had to retract that 17 agency claim. We played it for you in a, in a collection of sound bites from Hillary Clinton and others. If you were a listener of the Chris Salcedo show, not a, not a watcher or a viewer of Jim Acosta, you would know that the Associated Press also had to backtrack on its reporting that 17 intelligence agencies had concluded, had agreed universally that the Russians had meddled in U.S. elections. But apparently, the individual who fancies himself Mr. News, Mr. FaceTime, uh, didn't know that these retractions had been printed that these retractions had gone out, that indeed it was fake news when progressives, elected progressives, and yes, progressives inside of media jumped out there and said, 17 intelligence agents. It, It was not true. And only, I think it was the, the grand total was four, four agencies knew or, or said and concluded and agreed the others did not so Jim, so the president of the united states was better informed on this than jim acosta and jim acosta of cnn in his zeal 
to blast a president he truly despises, jumps on the air and makes a fool of himself. The other thing that was fake news coming from President Trump is when he said, well, I keep hearing it's 17 intelligence agencies that say Russia meddled in the election. I think it's only three or four, Acosta said. Where does that number come from? Where does this three or four number come from? My suspicion is that if we go to the administration and ask them for this question, I'm not sure we're going to get an answer, said Mr. Acosta. And the Washington examiner was quick to point out that the New York Times last week, however, prominently corrected its own reporting on this matter. (laughs) The Associated Press, I'm telling you this now, the Associated Press followed suit. And the well-informed Jim Acosta had no freaking clue. And do you know why Jim Acosta had no freaking clue? Because Jim Acosta tunes out news that could be of benefit to Donald Trump. Jim Acosta tunes out news that could be fair to Donald Trump. Doesn't even hear it. Writes it off as fake news, he does. So, um, I just thought that was rather interesting. That you folks, uh, if you listen to this show... You are more informed than Jim Acosta of CNN. Telephone numbers 888-900-3393-888-900-3393. Donald Trump spoke about North Korea when he was over in Poland today, earlier today. By the way, he's headed to Germany now. Uh, the G20 summit, which is, they're already breaking out the water cannons. We'll probably see some of this in the flip around the top of next hour. But um, anyway, here's Trump in Poland uh, talking about, well, um, North Korea and the ramifications of what North Korea has been up to. Concerned? I don't know. We'll see what happens. Let me restart that because you guys couldn't hear it because the volume was down. As far as North Korea is concerned, I don't know. We'll see what happens. I don't like to talk about what I have planned. But I have some pretty severe things that we're thinking about. That doesn't mean we're going to do them. I don't draw red lines. President Obama drew a red line. We'll just take a look at uh, what happens over the coming weeks and months with respect to North Korea. It's a shame that they're behaving this way, but they are behaving in a very, very dangerous manner, and something will have to be done about it. Well, I agree. Something will have to be done about it. Now, what what we're going to do is is very much up in the air. We'll discuss this with General Tato when we get him on in the next hour. Oh, by the way, uh, that that uh, soundbite list of of individuals and in the Democrat of the Democrat persuasion wrongly claiming that seventeen intelligence agencies agreed that Russian meddled. Here is that uh, that montage from the highest levels of the Russian government, clearly from Putin himself, in an effort, as seventeen of our intelligence agencies have confirmed, to influence our election. Seventeen agencies came to a consensus conclusion that we took the extraordinary step of making public. We have 17 U.S. intelligence agencies who have said uh, that Russia attempted to influence our election. 17 U.S. intelligence agencies issued a statement expressing their unanimous assessment. 
and they were all wrong. Donald Trump uh, taking aim at Russia. You know, the, the same country he's supposed to have been colluding with to win the election. Here is Donald Trump taking aim at Russia's economy and penning a deal with Poland to say, you know what, we're going to provide you with LNG, liquefied natural gas. So you're not, what, what Putin has been doing is he's been leveraging energy supplies to these, these former Soviet republics, the Baltic states, and using it as leverage to hold over their heads to make them comply with what Moscow wants them to do. So energy has been used as a weapon by Vladimir Putin. And here comes Donald Trump undermining that weapon with this statement. America is eager to expand our partnership with you. We welcome stronger ties of trade and commerce as you grow your economies. And we are committed to securing your access to alternate sources of energy. So Poland and its neighbors are never again held hostage to a single supplier of energy. Brilliant. And you could hear the cheers in the background. He was he was standing behind a protective bullet shield. So the applause from I guess I was estimated 15,000 people had showed up to greet him and they had to meter that because the area couldn't hold that many people. So they had to bring them in on buses to get the, to, to basically keep control of the population because so many people wanted to be there. That's my understanding. Uh, then Trump takes aim at Russia's ag- again and talks about their anti-democratic activities, their disruptive activities. Now, does this sound like a man who is in Vladimir Putin's pocket? To meet new forms of aggression, including propaganda, financial crimes, and cyber warfare, we must adapt our alliance to compete effectively in new ways and on all new battlefields. We urge Russia to cease its destabilizing activities in Ukraine and elsewhere, and its support for hostile regimes, including Syria and Iran, and to instead join the community of responsible nations in our fight against common enemies and in defense of civilization itself. So, uh, Donald Trump pledging to side with the Baltic states who had been abandoned. Let's be let's remember that they were abandoned by resident Obama when he came in. George Bush had penned an agreement for a missile defense shield for the Czech Republic in the polls. Obama said, let me be clear. We're not going to do that because Vladimir Putin doesn't like it. And I'm going to kiss Vladimir Putin's butt. And so Barack Obama puckered up, put his his lips right there on Vladimir Putin's butt. And our allies, the Czech Republic and the Poles, didn't have their missile defense shield. It was supposed to be to deter Iran. But Putin viewed it as aggressive against him because he wanted the ability to harm the Baltic states if he if he so choose to do so. And Bush said, no, you know what? There are allies. We're going to take care of them. And Putin was angry. Obama came in and uh, folded like a cheap tent. And now Trump comes in and says, you know what? We're going to give you those missiles. We're going to put in the missile defense shield. It was agreed to today. So you've got energy agreements with Poland. I imagine the other Baltic states are going to get similar deals. And and you've got uh, missile defense shields agreed to by Trump. And uh, undoing the mistakes of the Obama administration. And uh, I'm afraid he's going to spend most of his year, first year in office doing that, uh, unmaking the 
treacherous, and disgraceful agenda and legacy of resident Barack Obama. Last thing. Well, you know what? Let me let me go to the break. When we come back, it, it is just odd. There's some things happening behind the scenes that that uh, would take too long to explain. Let's just say that the creator of Dilbert. You guys know the, the comic strip Dilbert. The creator of Dilbert has come into my orbit. Uh, uh, tangentially, let's put it that way. And how odd to see a soundbite of him reflecting on Donald Trump's tweeting. We'll get into that coming up next. It's Chris Salcedo Show on The Blaze. Be right back. You are listening to The Chris Salcedo Show. Part of Generation Blaze on the Blaze Radio Network. You're taking in a little Latin flair with Chris Salcedo on the Blaze Radio Network. What have we, Ellie, have, what have I said about Donald Trump's tweets? Do you do you pay attention closely enough to even know what that I say about just getting better? <laughs> you you don't know what my stance on the tweets is, do you? No, I'm sorry. I shouldn't have put you on the spot like that. You want to know what you want? My stance on the tweets are. Um, of course I do. Yeah, you guys should see the daggers coming out of her eyes right now. I mean, just, don't put me on the spot. What are you? What's the matter with you? Um, the tweets. I I I love them by and large. Because they help Donald Trump bypass the basket of biased press. And that's why the basket of biased press hates them. Now, I do have a problem with a certain element of Donald Trump's tweets. And I've been very clear that when they step on his own good message, that's when I think they're a problem. When they get in the way of the stated Trump agenda, that's when they become a problem. Otherwise, I look at it as a fantastic communication device to to bypass a corrupted press. A corrupted press that that has been corrupted by and large by individuals like uh, like Mr. Acosta. So, I um. Uh, but before I play Dilbert, Dilbert's creator and his take on these tweets, uh, Scott Adams, I, I want to make that very clear. Now, you're going to hear him get pretty cynical because of the hyperventilating of the basket of biased press and liberals and hell, you've got Democrat lawmakers out there trying to to basically get rid of Donald Trump by declaring him crazy using a little known provision of the 25th amendment problem is problem is you got to get uh vice president pence to go along with it good luck with that folks but they're trying they know they're not gonna it's not gonna achieve anything so that's why it's, it's basically a fundraising mechanism but because everybody is melting down over his tweets here's the dilbert creator scott adams it's time to talk about the end of civilization I hoped it would never come to this, but apparently it has. So, a lot of you uh, probably are aware that uh, President Trump 
has been uh, tweeting specifically about the Morning Joe team, Mika and Joe. And this is one thing that the country seems fairly unified about. Uh, both his supporters and his critics alike are saying that this tweeting is bad business. And it's going to hurt the country. In fact, might even destroy civilization as we know it. And I wanted to uh, tell you how that's going to happen. But first, let me read the tweet. Um, I had it summarized into uh, one, one of my uh, Twitter followers put it into the form of a presidential poem. Low IQ Crazy Mika, along with Psycho Joe, came to Mar-a-Lago three nights in a row. They insisted on joining me, but I said, no. <laughs> so I thought the poetry was was a nice touch, but you, you could tell he's mocking. He is mocking those who are melting down over presidential communications that don't go through what the liberal press determines are proper channels. And I, I just have to tell you, folks, I completely 100% support the tweets, so long as they don't step on the message. And good job from Dilbert creator, Scott Adams. 888-900-3393. The Chris Salcedo Show. On the Blaze Radio Network.